Okay. Knock knock who's there? Who is or here? Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yes. How's your day? Uh, okay. I'm doing all right. Uh, who am I talking to? Is that Ty? Yes, this is Ty. Gotcha. I, uh, my screen is still loading in stuff, so, uh, I don't see everybody. I, is, is there anybody else here other than Ty? Uh, oh, Johnny? somebody named Johnny Schlick and the Johnny main Schlick. name, but I'm guessing that's not, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Johnny Slick, welcome. Uh, can you hear? Uh, if if you would like to speak, there is a unmute button above the chat window. Yep, found it. I can hear you loud and clear. Nice. I can hear you as well. Uh, Johnny, is this your first uh, Uzbear Jam? Uh, yeah, first news bear one. I've done Zoom stuff and all that before. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it, it, actually, if you um, real quick, if you want to just tell us a little bit about your uh, kind of improv background, just so that uh, kind of know where you're at and can kind of tailor the experience to everyone. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm out of Chicago. I've um, uh, been doing this for a God, four years now. Um, I uh, nice. went through the conservatory out here in Second City. Um, I'm currently doing Groundlings Online. At, and like I've gone through all the schools in Chicago too, because why not? Gotcha. Uh, well, welcome. Uh, it sounds like you have a lot of experience, and I know Chicago is definitely a uh, a, a, a mecca for improv comedy in general. Uh, and yeah, I, 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 how did you find out about Uzbear? I think I saw you guys on, yeah, in fact, I know I saw it on Reddit and then just kind of tucked away several months ago. And I'm not exactly sure why I signed up this week, but I did. Gotcha. Well, we'll we're glad to have you. Better... You know, any time is, is a good time to join in. Uh, you know, uh, Ty uh, is also here. He's uh, he's also a very experienced improv improvisateur, if you will. Um, and uh, is there anybody else here? Actually, I, I in my actually Ty, who, who can you see in the player box on your screen? Oh, Ty's muted. Uh, Johnny, what? Qu in the player box next to the to the right of the chat window, who whose names do you see there? Um, let's see, I see like two people grayed out, um, so I don't know if they're here or not. But I guess that's the Thai person is one of them. Uh, and then there's like three other people: the main main nonsense and mesh. The main main nonsense mesh. Okay, so I'm I'm mesh. Thai. I know Ty is, is here, was here. Uh, and the do you see the Mavian? Do you the see Mavian? that name there? Yeah. Oh, the Mavian. Okay. I see. What, 
I don't know if she's actually, and then do you see nonsense as well? Yes. Is that one of the names you see, nonsense? I'm just trying to see if my screen is synced up with everybody else's because I'm because I don't know if it, if any of these people are actually here other than you guys. So yeah, um, I'm seeing different names here that might not be people that are actually here, um, but don't want to leave anyone out. Uh, okay, cool. Um, uh, Ty, um, I. Uh, you, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. You, you were, uh, you were speaking just as uh, Johnny entered the scene, uh, so, so to speak. Uh, so yeah, so Ty, you were. T uh, how, how has your week been? Uh, it was, um, it was all right. Um, I didn't have a good day yesterday, though. Uh, what I, uh, or are you? If you want, if you I want to share. I applied for a job overseas in Japan, and. Um, I didn't make the cut mostly because they were already full. Uh, they had um long story short, um, they kind of had a large back order from people uh, back when the whole uh, lockdown happened. And because of that, uh, they were basically, uh, one left, they were basically one left for the uh, 2022 year or so. But at this point, it's safe to say that I have no job coming up after college. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Uh, well, uh, your your audio was breaking up a little bit there, but uh, I did. I think I capped most of what you said, and yeah, that's that's tough, man. I hope. Uh, Hope you uh, you're able to regroup and apply again sometime. I know you were looking to do some overseas ESL teaching. Well, uh, the thing that stinks is all the programs are pretty much done doing it this year, and my only chance is to wait till next year. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you'll be ready next time, right? I guess uh, you'll 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 have to. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like you know sometimes, sometimes uh, when one door closes, another door opens. You know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but keep keep us posted. Uh, nonsense just joined. Hey. No. Hello. How's it going? Nonsense, you came back. Oh, it's going going pretty pretty good, I think so far. Um, you came back. So we didn't scare you off. That's that's always a good sign. Uh, uh, we have a new. So we have uh, Ty and I are here, and we also have a new person, Johnny Slick, who I will add to the player list here. Okay, there we go. Uh, Johnny, you t you said you have some improv experience. Uh, did, did, do you uh, did before the pandemic and everything? Did you you know were you performing regularly? I mean, is is this uh, kind of a hobby for you, or is it kind of like a career? Or I mean, it's definitely not at a career point. I mean, I, I yeah, I call <laughs> it I, I call it a hobby. Like I'm I've got a well, I say I have a group, but like we haven't played in over a year. Um, but we used to, the group used to play, I don't know, maybe once or twice a month. Um, 
but yeah, I've also you know gone through other stuff. I went, I think I mentioned I went through a conservatory at Second City, which is their second year program, which is mostly about sketch, but they use improv to um, to come up with sketch ideas. Um, theoretically, uh, there's a theater nearby down the road where I live called the Revival that um, I'm affiliated with. That hopefully once they open back up, then we'll all be able to start doing stuff there as well. Nice. Yeah. So it's it's interesting how um, how improv kind of has its own. Uh, I, I guess just to you know tell you a little bit about you know like where I'm coming from. Like I I don't have that much experience with improv. I I've only, I only took like a beginner course last year before the pandemic, and then I discovered Uzbear, and I've been doing jams every week on Uzbear, and it's been really uh, really just, you know, fun learning about improv and, and exploring that. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, I, I, I'm sort of, you know, interacting through Uzbear with people that are in, in, so have sort of been in the improv game for a while. I'm sort of fascinated by how there's kind of this whole, this, this the whole thing, like you talked about, there's like, you know, there's, there's classes, there's conservatories, there's different venues and things. And it's, it's sort of interesting um, how like, uh, I guess, it, I guess it's like every field, but you know, there's kind of, it's a, you know, there's a culture around it. And, um, and yeah, I, uh, I know, uh, so uh, nonsense that uh, just uh, joined no, uh, goes by Noah, just so everyone knows. Uh, uh, oh yeah, nonsense. What? Uh, well, I, I guess um, uh, Noah has uh, has told us before that. Uh, um, well, I, I guess uh, that. Uh, I, or did, did you say you took a class, Noah, or did you, or were you completely new? I, I can't, actually can't remember now. Yeah. Um, so I took an. Uh, intro class uh, a few months ago. Intro. Okay, gotcha. That's right. Gotcha. Um, so la la last week, Ty gave Noah some advice about entering improv. Uh, Johnny, do you have any advice for someone who's a beginner to improv? And, and I would include myself in that category as well, actually. Um, you know, what, what is that nugget of wisdom that you've condensed down through your experience? Um, that's tough. Uh, I mean, there's like a lot of little things like, personal. yeah, true. Personally, like I'm a, I, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but I'm a, or them. I'm a big fan of uh, the annoyance um, methodology, which is a Chicago, uh, Chicago, little Chicago uh, improv bar, but they have a little school. What? Sorry, can you can you re can you repeat what? Well, real quick, your audio got suddenly got very um, hard, kind of like reverby, like 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 it's hard to just suddenly now. I don't know if something moved your mic or something. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. What what was that uh, technique that you said that you recommend? Um, yeah, I mean the the group is called um, it's called annoyance the annoyance. Um, uh, they're, um, yeah. I was looking to see like if they're doing 
like online classes. I guess not, unfortunately. But um, yeah, they're like they're big thing. Like it's done by uh, run by Mick Napier. Um, like I don't know if you know like um, you know Chicago's got like a bunch of like uh, comics who've come out of the uh, all the various schools. Like uh, God, um, uh, Tina Fey and Stephen Colbert come out of Second City. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think of who's come out of it. Like I guess Farley, Chris Farley traces himself to um IO, although kinda did second city too. Um annoyances produced like Jane Lynch and Andy Richter, um, among mm. other people. But they're run by a guy named uh, Mick Napier. His big thing is that like everybody says all these rules, like yes and is a rule, but like there's all these like, you know, don't ask questions or like don't um yeah, there's a whole bunch of don't say I can't say it now, but it's out my head because of this class. Um, like their big thing is like rules are just a way of the people out of dealing with fear. Like it's all like everything is like all about you're gonna go up there, you're gonna be scared, you're gonna make mistakes, and it's all because you're scared. It's not because you're asking questions, and it's not because you're you know having a transactional relationship or bargaining. Like that happens because you're scared. To do stuff. I guess that's a big one. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Get out of it. So, nope. um, so, so, do, do they kind of advocate like um, you start with the rules and then you kind of break away from them, or do they would they rather someone teach someone without any specific rules like yes and and stuff like that? Um, like I, I know, like in his book, he's got a Nick Napier's got a couple of books. One of them is called Improvise. Um, but uh, I know he even goes so far as to say that, like, yes, and is is another one of the rules. I mean, if that said, I mean, it's also kind of like the basic like building block of improv. So um, I don't know. For the most part, I I don't mind rules personally. I like I like do this, you know, or do that instead of don't do this type rules because. Mm-hmm. I don't know, don't do this, just kind of get the end of like, oh, God, I can't say something because it's going to be wrong. Whereas you kind of want to have the opposite mentality where you just say the first thing that comes into your brain before thinking about it and just, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, but, that's um, totally, I mean, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Uh, oh, go go ahead, sorry. Sorry, but yeah, like there's, there's, a, um, there's a little, there's a slight delay. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I mean, it's surprisingly like synced up compared to like Zoom, I guess, because there's not a video component. Um, but uh, yeah, like so, like I mean, they'll like they start right in with like just you know doing improv. I mean, they're all about long form, of course, because it's Chicago. Um, but yeah, like they're, I mean, really, you know, they they tend not to like you know, crap on other theaters, although um, a couple of the, like, a couple of the teachers there just did not like a couple of the individual theaters that, uh, um, in Chicago. Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, their big thing is, like, I don't know, they, they also say, like, you know, you, you go to Second City, you go through the Second City program, to like, you know, you get involved in Second City, and that has, you know, various pathways you can go along, but, like, you go to annoyance to learn how to do improvisation, and I kind of agree with that. That's 
that's interesting, and that's actually exactly what I was talking about earlier. Like, I'm I'm sort of fascinated how there. Are, I, I I kind of liken it to like a like those old kung fu movies where there's like the different dojos or what you know the different like schools of of kung fu and like you know the one master mastered the art of of you know the 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 throwing star or something and then like some other school has some other thing like they're like the throwing stars are 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 you know terrible you know <laughs> they're like whoever uses them is no true warrior and and it's like and like there's i don't know uh like you said i know it's kind of like a good natured uh you know there no one's really like trashing another school in improv as far as i know maybe they are i don't know maybe there's like some hardcore stuff going on but uh uh where there's like hard, you know people are really into their one methodology or whatever um but uh i would like to explore that idea more um how about this so right now we have me ty Johnny and Noah. Um, is there anybody else here that I'm missing? Uh, <laughs> Ty, I didn't know you were a knife thrower. Yeah, I do it competitively during the Highland Games. And you know what? I thought that uh, little speech about um, throwing shurikens to be very inaccurate. <laughs> yeah, first up, Shurikens oh, yeah, is... were not thrown by ninjas. They were thrown by the samurai as a form of distraction during sword fights. Very common misconception. They were also not mm -hmm. meant to kill. They would mm -hmm. injure. And some people would not go against, th would uh, be against throwing knives altogether because one rule of combat is never give up your weapon. And in order to use a throwing knife, you have to give up your weapon. But, you know... Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm just trying to educate people out there who are thinking about using throwing knives as defense, you know? <laughs> don't aim for the head, aim for the stomach. That's the weak... Don't aim for the chest or head. Aim for the stomach or legs or possibly arm. Those are the weak points. <laughs> if you this, can get I'm a liver really shot, that would be very good. Aim for the liver. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. This is this is important uh, life advice. I think if we learned if we learn anything today in the jam, I think this is this is this is the takeaway right here. This is this is the good stuff. Um, it's also important I, to note that a throwing knife can technically uh -huh. pierce uh, bulletproof armor. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess it, bulletproof armor is designed to stop bullets, not throwing knives. That's a good point. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then you said it was a useless art. Uh, well, you see, there's different schools of thought. Um, let's t let's let's uh, let's say that all four of us are we have our own school of improv. Okay. There's the Thai school, you know, world renowned, the Johnny Slick method. And there's the Noah, uh, uh, the Noah dojo of improv. Um, uh, and I guess, uh, yeah, I guess I have one too. We'll say, uh, why don't we, but, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's good to learn from the different schools, you know, to have, uh, 
uh, a, a very broad education in different forms of improv. So I think there's something to be, something to be learned from every school of thought. Um, so I think the key thing here is each school has something that they always do and something that they never do. And I think we should learn from each school. So I'm going to go through the list here. And when I give you the spotlight, I want you to tell me what your school of improv always does. And I want you to give me one thing that they never do. So I'm going to start with you, Ty, because you're the first one in my, in my player's box here. So are you, are, is everybody on board? Does everybody understand what you're doing? Okay, I'm going to assume you understand. I'm just, I just made this up on the spot. So hopefully, we'll see how this works. This is an experiment. We'll, ju we'll just try this out. Um, Ty, you have the spotlight. Well, what is, what is uh, your school known for? Well, much like the art of throwing knives, we use improv to catch people off guard and hit areas that are a little unexposed in scenes. So we always mm. look for areas that can catch people off guard. Gotcha. And then what is one thing your school never does? Um, our school never just repeats memes they found online. I mean, you know, that's the easy way out. Mm -hmm. Just saying a meme that everyone knows to get a cheap laugh, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's, those, those are great. Um, I think there's a lot to be learned from your school. Uh, Johnny, do you see the spotlight on you? Do you see the stars around on your screen? I do see that, yes. Okay. You have the floor. What is your improv school known for? Um, yeah, we just do something with your hands. Unfortunately, it's a, I know it's an audio medium here, but mm -hmm. do something with your hands. Uh, you know, the object work is more to take your mind off of mind off of like the fact that you're speaking in public and making crap up as you go on as anything else and just start talking before you can monitor what you're saying. That's I think. And well, I guess what you don't do kind of sort of similar to what he had, uh, what Ty had, um, this is easier said than done. And I fail at this all the time, but we don't do bits, no bits, not just memes, but no bits period. Don't, don't try to be funny. Just take things to, to the logical conclusion and, Humor is created just in the process of doing that. Gotcha. Yeah, those are those are some great ideas and uh, and lessons to be learned. Very sage advice from Johnny Slick. Uh, coming up next, Noah. Noah is new to the improv scene, but uh, she's no less uh, wise in her skills. Noah, what is your school known for? So, uh, my school oh, is... Oh, good. Uh, my school is built on the principle of nonsense, um, where we thrive on being completely unintelligible to the audience. So, we always only continue scenes that are only funny to the improvisers in the scene, or if we are going to the next level, are only funny to one improviser in the scene, whereas the, where the other ones are very confused about what is happening. 
Um, and along those lines, we never keep consistent characters. Everyone changes around um, based on the feel of the moment. Gotcha. So, uh, my my sound kind of cut off at the end there. Well, repeat that last part again. So you, you start off with things that are unintelligible, and then yeah. So our whole yeah. our whole thing in this school of improv is that we don't want our scenes to be understandable by the audience. Um, so we always only act out things that only make sense to the improvisers in the scene or one improviser in the scene and we always um and we never keep consistent characters just to keep the surprise going. Ah, so the the the, the so mid scene the characters just might change to a different character yes Ah, and they're just always just talking about stuff that is just confusing to the audience. Yeah, that's the idea. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, this is a this is a very uh, a, a, a very advanced form uh, of improv. Only the greats have ever mastered it. Uh, Noah, what is the one thing that your school never does? Oh, sorry. It was the never keeping. I sort of conflated it into one thing. Okay, I got you. Yeah, you already said it. Yeah, so you never you, you okay? You never stay as the same character. Gotcha. Um, yes, these are some these are uh, some amazing uh, techniques from all of you. Um, I uh, let me. Uh, let me try to queue up something here. Oh my God, my uh, my screen is frozen up. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Now I can press buttons. Okay. Um, uh, let's. Uh, I think we can. Uh, I think we should do. Um, I think j just to hammer home what these uh, what these schools of thought are, uh, I think we can do some little scenes where we explore the ideas further. Uh, do you guys are you guys up for that? There's only four of us here, so I think we can just all kind of all four of us just be in some scenes together. Um, does that make sense? I think uh, we've we, we're all experienced enough that we can maybe just jump into some scenes here. So let's start off with the Thai school. Um, just to remind people what that is, what his school is. Uh, catching people off guard and never using memes. That's the Thai school. Uh, Ty, uh, I uh, I'm going to put some suggestions on the on the chat here, um, and we're gonna maybe just um, I'm gonna have you, Ty. I'm gonna have you set up the scene, um, and I want everyone else to join in 
And the goal is you're trying to catch people off guard. And, and I think you mentioned, Ty, you're trying to find unexplored parts of the, of the scene. So something that, you know, there might be the kind of the, uh, the usual thing that people would do in, you know, given a certain way a scene is going, but if you can uh, say something unexpected, is that, is that kind of what you're going for, Ty? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to assume that's what he's going for. Ty, are you there? Okay, I can't hear Ty. Can the rest of you hear me? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. We lost Ty. Hopefully he'll rejoin or something. Oh, I saw him on mute for a second. Are you there, Ty? Oh, it's no. always something. There's always there's always something. There's always some kind of like weird uh, glitch or something. I can't. No, I I, don't, I can't hear you, Ty. I, can, I don't know if anybody else can hear. Uh, yep. I, I, okay, Ty is going to leave and come back. Uh, let's let's. I I don't want Ty to not be here for his own school of of improv. So we'll, let's just switch to the Johnny school real quick. Uh, Ty, if you can hear us, we're going to do Johnny's school of improv. So his. Um, can you hear me now? Oh yeah, yeah. I can hear you now. Yes. Okay. What is up with this website, man? <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting. We might have to put in some uh, some uh, service tickets with Eric, the creator. Uh, Johnny, just you know, Eric or Ebone Capone. You might have seen him on the Discord. Maybe he uh, is the creator of Uzbear, and he's very good about fixing stuff if you let him know on the Discord if there's a problem. Although it's hard, sometimes it's hard to pinpoint what's going on. Uh, all right, I, I I feel like I've I've been talking a lot and we haven't been done a lot a whole lot of improv uh, yet. So, uh, Ty, we're gonna just start a scene. Is that cool with you? Uh, yeah, that's cool. Okay, all right. All four of us, all four of us are in the scene. You can jump in at any time. You can edit at any time. Uh, and we're just gonna go for a few minutes and see what, see see where this takes us. So, uh, and these are some suggestions. You don't have to use them, uh, but they can help you. Uh, and again, we are trying to uh, catch people off guard and don't use any memes. I take it away. Oh, I, I'm taking away? You're, you're starting the scene since this is your school of improv. Okay. We start at a theme park. There is a very long line and it is the middle of summer. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Step right up and watch and get on this ride. The best roller coaster you ever did ride opening today. You there, um, sir. Would, would you like yeah. to ride this here roller coaster? Well, how, yeah, I, I, how, um, how likely would it be uh, for me to die on this roller coaster? Like, if I were to ride it, what are my chances of, of just death? 
Also, there's nothing to be worried about. This poster is completely safe. On a completely um, unrelated note, I'm going to need you to sign this waiver real quick before I can let you on. Oh, yeah, I, I will definitely sign that. Uh, is this, this is just to say that, okay, that is not your fault if I die. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, uh, you, see, I, yeah. then, you know? Yeah, well, I, I actually, uh, which ride here actually has the highest chance of death? Because I, I, uh, I came here, I came here to die. I, this uh, is, that's why up it's the pit of lava ride. You just jump into this pit of lava. Very oh, that sounds, that sounds hey. like a very quick Daniel. and quick. Quit trying to steal my clientele at this here theme park. I'm trying to get this guy onto my ride of death. He can go on your ride after he's done with mine. Ha ha ha. But he'd be dead by the time what? he's done with yours. You've seen through my little ruse. Ah. Uh, uh, I swear, uh, that man's been trying to take my credit no matter what I do. I fell in love with a beautiful girl. He marries her. I decide to start a, a theme park ride of my own. He starts here. I invest well, in Bitcoin. He invests in super cash, the new cryptocurrency. He's always one step ahead of me. I use super cash to purchase my wife. The lovely uh, Stephanie. Well, uh... Listen, I, uh, I, 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 I don't know about, I don't want to hear your life story here. I'm just, you know, which of these rides is going to, you know, give me, give me my, give me my send off to the great beyond. Well, you know how most roller coasters, well, let me finish. You know how most roller coasters end with a, um, nice little photo of you? Um, I took that mechanism and replaced it with a shotgun. So I don't think your chances of survival on my ride are going to be that good. Let me tell you something about shotguns. Shotguns have a bit of a spread. If you stand too far away from a shotgun, you may not be killed. But you know what? Jump in a pit of lava. It's pretty much 100%. Have you ever heard of somebody jumping in a pit of lava and coming out alive? No. Well, you know I... I, I uh, oh. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Uh, you know, the worst part, I was going to do the pit of lava, but then he said, no, no, don't do the pit of lava. That head idea is cliche. And then I said, you know what? Fine, I'll do the shotgun coaster. And then what does he do? Opens up a pit of lava himself. That's right. I opened up the pit of lava myself because I love lava. You are not going to take away my lava love just to do your little kill people skit thing. Oh, yeah? Well, if you love lava so much, why don't you jump into the lava pit? Go on. Oh, I know. You were, about to say, you were about to say, why don't you marry it? And you know the answer to that, because I am in love and am married to Stephanie. Ah, oh, don't wife. bring up Stephanie again. You know she was my gal to be in with. That was before I purchased her with Supercash. Ah, you brought up the Supercash again. <laughs> Well, you know I, I have I, something I to say. Oh, listen, listen to me. I, I have something to say here. I, I, it's me. It's Stephanie. 
Let me just take off my mask. Yes, it's I. I came here in disguise to see, to see what you really thought of me. And now I see that uh, uh, I've driven, driven you apart. You two used to be friends, and now you're enemies. Stephanie, come on. Yeah. That was a long time since kindergarten. Well, it doesn't. I, 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 I see now that you're the one that loved me more all along. He what? just wanted to. He fell in love with the lava, and I was always second fiddle. I knew it. Like even when you, I didn't know that you were wearing that mask. It was I was telling everyone how beautiful you were and lovely. <laughs> no, no, I know what you really want. You wanted me out of the picture. You wanted the appearance of a happy family life. I, I made the wrong choice all those years ago. All that Bitcoin blinded me. Blinded me to what was real. That's one more reason why you don't want to go with old Gus <laughs> over there. He's the one with the Bitcoin. I'm the yeah, one with the super cash. The super cash. <laughs> oh, oh, what what am I to do? I it's just hey, it's simple, very easy, super easy. You know? Yes. I guarantee he only liked you for your looks. I frankly don't care what you look like. In fact, I think you looked very attractive with that mask on, especially the mustache. Your sexy, sexy mustache. Oh, why can no one like me just for me? You fell in love Put with on the, the mask. Mustache, babe. <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping into the lava pit. It's over. I am. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> And see, uh, so I wasn't—I uh, wasn't sure where to go with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but no, no, that was great. Everybody was great. This was great. I—I um, I, I really liked how you guys kind of created that thing out of—you <laughs> you sort of created this rivalry. Um, I think we, Ty, uh, based on your, uh, since you're the master of this school, what did you think of our uh, attempts at uh, creating, uh, I guess, situations where we caught each other off guard? Any, I think we did a any, good job. I did not see the ending with the mask coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I I like I like I like the I liked the school of of I liked the idea of emphasizing that like just like that's that's the game like we're trying to catch each other off guard, uh, but I think we did a good job of not getting too off the rails with it like we still kind of kept the story which was good so, um, yeah any other thoughts about the Thai school? Okay, cool. Uh, well, I think we. Um, I think we can try out another school here. So let's go to the Johnny School of Improv. Uh, if you remember, uh, this school is known for its hands and object work, and there's a, and uh, and also just the the mantra is to just start talking. 
uh, you know, don't, uh, don't overthink, just, just start talking, you know? Um, and of course in the Johnny school, no bits, never any bits, just a bit of bits. No, no bits. Um, okay. So Johnny, uh, how would you set up a scene where we can use this? Because this is an audio format. But right. you can still do object work in the audio format. I think uh, that, you know, that's some, something, sometimes, we, you know, uh, sometimes we play with that a lot, uh, as far as I've seen uh, on Oozbear anyway, where, you know, you might be in a scene with someone and you might be like, hey, why, why, why is that gun in your hand? Or, you know, or, you know so, something like that. Or you can describe, like, there's different ways of doing it. Um, how would you set up a scene I, I feel like the, the main purpose of the object work for me is, is even less to like, I mean, you know, filling out a, a scene is actually great, and that's a thing that we should be doing as well. But the purpose, a lot of the purpose for object work for me, like even like if I'm doing nothing but like holding a glass in my hand is just to have something that I can think about instead of, oh, God, what do I say next? So I guess it's just more yeah. about just saying the first thing that comes in. So I, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. I guess we can just do a regular scene. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, all right. Well, we can, um, let's, let's start the scene with two people. So we'll start with maybe Johnny and Noah, or would you be up for being, um, being, being in the starting of start of the scene? And then Ty and I can kind of join in as it becomes, uh, Feasible, I guess. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. So Johnny and uh, and 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 uh, yeah, try yeah, just start talking, just uh, and then try to work in some object work if you can. And yeah, I, I put some suggestions up. You don't have to use them if you don't want to. Uh, take it away, Johnny. Well, Joe, there sure is a lot of junk to pick up here at this park. Yeah, the kids just left all their stuff everywhere. What are we going to do with them? Oh, jeez. I I don't know. Little little Debbie's a real rapscallion, if you know what I mean. Ha, ha, ha. Ha. Yeah. No more skateboards for that kid. She breaks every one of them. Oh, jeez, what a weird coincidence. There's two halves of the skateboard right here sitting on the ground next to the Ferris wheel. Yeah. How weird. Right after, right after little Debbie was here. Oh, little Debbie. Oh, geez. I, I love her and her ability to tell tales about the old West. I mean, we are. Hey, in hey you guys. Hey, don't touch my skateboard, you guys. Little Debbie, we didn't expect you to come in. Yeah. Your skateboard is your skateboard is right over here. It's still in one piece. I'm 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 touching the other the other skateboard. Oh, wait, why is it in one piece? I broke it in half. No, you Who broke it this back together. one in half. You broke this one in half. I have that, but he's got the original my skateboard in half. <laughs> I'm so what was that? Oh, but I, I break I, all my skateboards in half because that's well, how they did it back in the old West. 
Okay, that's, you know, back in the, you know, you know, the cowboys would ride in the desert on half broken skateboards. I'm, I'm sorry, little Debbie. I, I, I'm just not thinking. You're right. You're right. This, this is your broken skateboard. What will okay, I just, do with you? You and your 1880s Wild West lessons. Well, are you guys into skateboarding too? I mean, you're both wearing helmets. Yeah, I, I like skateboarding, but like not the actual being on boards part. Um, so I'm I'm having a lot of fun just looking at your broken skateboard at this park right now. And as you can see, uh, this is actually a football helmet. I'm a big fan of, of tackle football. Oh, okay. So you guys... Not tackle football in the 1880s. Well, I mean, obviously they didn't have tackle football. They uh, they had, uh, you know, they they would play with with the old pigskin, where they would take a, a a live pig and throw it around, and and you know they would butter it up and. Ah, oh, you and your old west tales. When will you ever quit? Ha ha ha. You guys just don't understand. You don't appreciate skateboarding or the Wild West. Ah. So it happens when you get old. Sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. I didn't hear that. Can you repeat yourself? Yeah, what, what was that? Sorry, I missed what you were saying. I, oh, well, I, I, I don't know what uh, I don't know what happened, but um, well, I, I think uh, I think you guys uh, I think you guys have just haven't tried out skateboarding enough. Like you haven't really given it a fair shake. I would try skateboarding, but frankly, the defensive tackles don't like it when I plunge into the line writing one. You wouldn't know about that. All those words I'm using didn't exist in the year 1885. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, back then, uh, skateboarding was, it was, it was, uh, it was illegal. So only the outlaws did skateboarding. It was uh, something, you know, that's, what all those wanted posters were for, you know, when people were caught skateboarding, then the sheriff would have to come out and try to catch them, but they never could. Uh, Joe, uh, you're an outlaw. Yes. And you are? <laughs> yeah, I, I, got, I got driven out of town for wearing this helmet, but not skateboarding. You know, like uh, nowadays, if you if you wear a helmet, you have to be either ready to play football or ready to skateboard. Um, but since <laughs> since I all of the skateboards were broken, and I I just like watching, and I I decided not to ever learn. Do you know when that became a rule? Yeah. Well, uh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
<laughs> I I didn't hear the uh, I didn't hear the last thing that Joe said. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was I was just asking little Debbie uh, when when the when they made it a rule that you have to skateboard or play football if you're wearing a helmet. Maybe she'd know. Well, I think that happened when Theodore Roosevelt made a declaration that out that said uh, all helmets have to be for football because he used to play football uh when he uh and uh and that and that was really the death of the old west you know that's true there was that one year in football history where 33 men died just running <laughs> over and over again yeah uh, that was that was a tragedy, but uh, it could have been avoided if they were wear, if they were riding skateboards and they had helmets. There is so much about that statement that I don't understand, little Debbie. But <laughs> you're the expert on the old west, not me. Well, uh, I I want uh, I just want people to know that uh, uh, this. This uh, this country was it was built on skateboards, and uh, you know, just want people to know that history. Oh my God, I've got a I've got a secret to disclose. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, you can finish your thought if you want. Right, okay, but no, I was uh, uh, I I was just keep going, keeping on moving with the weirdness. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, what was it? That went in a different direction, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was interesting. Um, the, <laughs> the Old West um, <laughs> was a different time, I guess, for little Debbie. Um, yeah, Johnny. Based on since you're the the uh, since this is your school of of improv, what did you think of our scene that we created there? Uh, I mean, it was all right. I definitely <laughs> did not stay super grounded with my stuff, um, but yeah, it was fine. Um, one thing I enjoyed just doing was gifting other people with stuff. Like I know that it just you can give a detail about somebody else and like makes it easier for them to conceive of their character. It's nice. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that, that, that's an important thing in improv. I feel like is, yeah, like sort of creating those spaces for people to, to, you know, come up with stuff and, you know, then you have kind of have a, have a back and forth. Um, yeah. Uh, that was cool. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I uh, I'm still, I, I'm, I'm pretty new to hosting these jams. Actually, like, uh, there's, uh, there was someone who, uh, named Chris, who did them, did the Saturday jams for a long time, and he, he has other stuff going on on Saturday, so he can do them anymore. Uh, I'm still, I'm still learning, uh, like, when the right time to end a scene is, or you know, like, uh, you know, because, but, uh, um, but yeah, I, I know like momentum can be sometimes a tough thing to manage, uh, you know, with a scene, but, um, uh, but yeah, I, th I think, I think we made a nice little scene there. Uh, we had some, um, <laughs> uh, some interesting moments. Uh, why don't we move on to our final school of improv here? The Noah school. This is a, a, again, a highly in, in, experimental 
form of improv, uh, but no less effective. Um, yeah. So, uh, let's see. So what, what, let me try to remember. So, so Noah's school of improv is known for unintelligible, uh, things, things don't want to seem to be understandable. They only make sense to, to specific characters. The audience is kind of scratching their heads and just to, just to throw an, an extra, uh, wrench in there, uh, never stay as the same character just 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 change characters constantly just uh, you know uh you're not going for things you're not trying to connect things in a way that makes sense this is uh this is the noah school this is this is we move beyond that uh you know we are not beholden to the rules okay this is this is a a different kind of uh uh framework here so uh, Noah, how would you set up a scene uh, with this school of thought? Oh, I don't know about this one, Chief. Um, <laughs> oh, we're doing it, Noah. This is we we the, the die has been cast. Can't stop now. Anyway, um, so I say that when you probably have to just have like a strong game that can be played by like anyone in any situation um, and just rapid fire the whole time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that totally makes sense. I think, uh, I think we have uh, enough, uh, enough to go on there. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Ty had to leave. So there's, there's only three of us. So yeah. So I think we can, uh, I think we can just get into it. Uh, maybe I uh, would it help to have some suggestions. Maybe we can maybe have. Uh, let me see. Let me put a. Let's do an adjective noun. Uh, maybe maybe a place would help. Let's see a locate. Let's do a location. Oh, skyscraper rooftop. Intentional garage. Uh, I don't know if those are bringing any inspiration to your mind, but. Uh, uh, how about you know? How about you sort of start set up the scene, you know, as a character or whatever. But uh, and then we'll just jump in and we'll just mix it up. Alex, so you're saying that you built this garage here on purpose? Uh, they don't have garages on Mars. I'm, I'm saying that Mars is a garage. Yeah, because uh, Mars rhymes with cars, but whoever decided that was really on some sort of interesting uh, drug trip, um, because why why make Mars rhyme with cars when, when there are no garages on Mars? Blondie! Okay, we can't, we can't keep talking like this. The Titanic is going to sink, don't you see? I see. Why, why don't you try harder to make it float, though? Yeah, I'll have a float. Uh, root beer float? How about you guys? Mm, I prefer vanilla ice cream. We all scream. Okay. We all scream! Ah! Inside voices only, please. please. 
we if, all scream. Uh, is, is this uh, is this the nonfiction section? Okay, well, I guess I'm just going to keep reading then. Seven, eight, nine, four, six. Bingo. Juan, anti up. Uh, looks like you have a king of hearts. I had a heart attack last week. In bed. Yeah. I would say a heart of glass, but that would bring Blondie back. Blondie. I remember the old days. Blondie. The comic strip. Yes, and the singer. And the hair color. And the brownie that it doesn't have a lot of chocolate in it. Yeah. Right, they were advertising those in the newspaper. I think we burnt the cake, guys. Did we leave it out in the rain? Why is everything about 1970s music? Just got Rick rolled again. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> okay. Well then. Uh. Th that was that was fun though. I I, I think I think um, I think we were kind of uh, I I think maybe we were I think uh, we were maybe self censoring a little too much. Like I I think we could have kept going if we were just uh, I I think we never really I I think uh, we never really discovered the game so much, uh, which I think uh, was part of what the format was. I guess if if I, I, like I know like. No, you just kind of like just came up with that on the spot. But like, uh, if if there is something to to this format of the Noah school of improv, I think uh, it's kind of actually just throwing people off guard and making people uh, not try to stick to a structure. And you're sort of thinking outside of you know the normal rules and stuff. So I think it was interesting in that respect because we we're just coming up with things and like. But I think we were trying, like, our instincts were to kind of try to make sense out of it, right? Like, we were, you know, trying to, you know, like, we would pick a word or something out of something somebody said and come up with something else uh, using that. So uh, that was that was interesting to try to uh, uh, create a game where there wasn't one, you know? Like, like, there's sort of intentionally no game, and then we're sort of creating games within it. I don't know. Did you guys have that sense as well? Yeah, it was like it's too hard to maintain complete chaos. Like there had to be some connecting thread, even if it was not mm -hmm. fun. 
Yeah. I guess that's just how the mind works. It wants a little bit of order. Uh, so, so forcing yourself to not have order, uh, I guess, makes you think differently about um, about what's happening. So, uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, th- uh, that was so. We've uh, we've gone through our first hour here. Uh, that was sort of a very um, unusual first hour for these jams. I uh, normally we do more traditional warm up games and stuff like. Uh, you know, like the, I don't know, like the, di- the different, I don't know, like normal <laughs> warm up games, like, uh, like, but, uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we explored some different ideas here. Uh, normally in our second hour, we do long form, uh, but I feel like we're maybe not that warmed up yet just because I went on this crazy tangent with the different improv schools. So uh, I do want to kind of get into like a more of a traditional warm up just to, just for a few minutes just to get us uh, get us going a little bit. So uh, there's only three of us here. So let's see. What can we do, what can we do here? Um, let's try doing... A uh, a hidden line game. Have you? Do you guys know how those work? Have you done that before? Um, I have not. Have not. Okay. So in the chat, if you type the word, actually, let me just double check. This is how it works. Uh, okay. Yeah. So if you so if you type the word hide in the chat followed by a dash, so it would be like hide dash. Um, you, everything you type after the dash will be uh, a hidden line. And then what, I, what someone in, the, in a scene can do is they can type the word line and oh, yeah, that was just a blank one to test it. Uh, like you can type line and then these hidden lines will actually pop out of the stack and uh, like randomly. Um, so this, uh, I find this is an, kind of an interesting way to introduce some randomness to a scene. Um, I would like to have you guys just, um, yeah, just start typing some hidden lines. Like just so you type hide and then a dash and then just type a line of dialogue. It can be something funny. It can be something weird. Uh, you know, you can, you know, something that if it, it, it might come up in a conversation and, and it might kind of turn the conversation a certain way. So um, if you guys can maybe type a few, however many you want, uh, I'm going to let me just maybe I'll put a timer up uh, for 60 seconds, let's say, uh, maybe maybe a little more, 70 seconds. <laughs> uh, you can see the timer in the top right corner. Uh, yeah, both of you, if you uh, and I'll type some as well. If you can just type some some hidden lines uh, that we can use in scenes. Uh, okay, no spaces. Yeah, I do it wrong. No, no, yeah, yeah. So you do hide and a dash with no spaces between hide uh, okay. and the dash. You can do spaces ah, after, and you don't. Uh, 
you don't need to use quotes either. Uh, I mean, you can, but uh, it, anything after the dash will become part of the quote, basically. So that's a good example of a line <laughs> that, that works. Uh, did, did, it, did both of you get a chance to type a few lines? I have like two seconds. Okay. 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 Um, let's, uh, um, let's just do a scene with the two of you. Um, I let's see how would what would be the best way to do this. So typically how we do this is you guys will be the ones that initiate a line. So if like if you are for example you're talking you're like oh hey how's it going oh I'm doing fine. Uh, did you hear about what uh, so and so said? Oh yeah. Uh, and then you can like type the word line and then a line will come out and he's like oh yeah they said oh and then and like they said you know. Uh, you know, like whatever the line is, you know, you, and you can respond to it that way. Uh, another way to do it is where I, as the host, control it, and I, um, I sort of throw out hidden lines randomly, and then whoever is the next person to speak has to use that line. Um, do you guys? Uh, what do you guys think would be the best way to? Uh, to use these lines. Would you rather initiate them yourselves or would you rather somebody kind of throw it at you and then, uh, you know, whoever's speaking can finish what they're saying, then the next person has to use the line that came up. Man, I'm good either way. Like, I now I understand what this game is. It's basically blind line. Um, blind line, yes. Is that, the, is that the more common name for it? I think I knew that actually. <laughs> I mean, it would, this is what we called it, like when we've done it. Um, I'm, I can see where it could be called hidden in this format since it says hidden in the list. Um, yeah. But like, I know when we did it, you know, like you literally have like the lines on the floor and you just picked one up when you wanted to add something. Mm. So that would be like mm. us doing it. But I mean, you can, in this format, it could just as easily be you. I like, I like the thing of like where you like you don't know what the hell it's going to be. You just have to say it and then justify it. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess in respect I like choosing it myself. I feel like when you put it in, it can be like a oh I'm going to say this. So I'm going to give myself some time to come up with why mm. I'm saying it or whatever. Gotcha. But okay, I'm not yeah. Um. Okay, that makes sense. I, I, I think well, I think since there's only like two, you know, two people in the scene, and there's only three of us here. I, I think I can just, I'll just uh, pop in some lines here and there when you guys, uh, uh, when it seems appropriate or or not. I don't know. Well, like, I'll like you guys just start a scene, 
normal scene and then I'll throw in a hidden line somewhere. And then whoever is the next person to speak, that has to be your line. Like you have to just say that line verbatim and then the next person has to react to it. Even if it doesn't make sense per se, uh, this is, this is just what the game is. So, uh, does that make sense for both of you? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. I'm just going to throw some suggestions out, suggestions out here, suggesties. Uh, and uh, you don't have to use these, but these, you know, if these help inspire you, you can use them. Uh, maybe I'll throw a GIF out here too. Uh, we, we, you can do GIFs in the chat. Um, uh, I'll use the word tricky as the random GIF. Oh, okay, there's. See if that inspires anything. Uh, okay, so I'll let you guys just start the scene and then look out. Look, uh, keep an eye on the chat for when I bring in a hidden line. Oh my God, Joseph! I love that that new monogram necklace you got. It's fantastic. Thank, thank you. Got a J just for for Joseph and also for Jesus. So he's close to my heart at all times. That's wonderful, Joseph. I know I know how religious you are. Is that like at the at the same time? Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas. Is that a necklace for me? Oh, wow. And it's got my name on it, too. Yeah. Jacob, I, I got it for you so that you can have your initial and have Jesus close to your heart as well. Wait a minute. I'm starting to discover a little bit of a thing here. Like, both of our names are getting J. Wait a minute. You just bought yourself two necklaces, didn't you? No. I bought, I bought you two necklaces, and then I stole one of them. I, I'm touched, but then also weirdly turned off by the theft. <laughs> Look, yeah, let's get inside the garage. That's not the uh, only thing I'm going to steal. That sounds frightening, but it is raining really hard out here. I agree. My, my hair is getting very, very wet and soggy. Yeah, well, I, 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 your umbrella is inside, so thankfully I have it out here. I, I brought it for you. <laughs> And you get into your car and you drive real far. Are you kicking me out after all I've gotten for you? I know what I'm saying. I don't account for thieves in my house, even if they are stealing their own things. But what you don't realize is that dogs are smarter than cats. See, I'm the dog in this scenario, and you are the cat, and I am pulling one over on you, and you don't even realize it. I would be offended, but cats are cute, so I'm going to choose not to be. So there! There, then. Maybe I'm not that bright, but I have a beautiful fur coat in this metaphor. 
and it's like my regular hair, which is also beautiful. If you look closely, you might see the stars spelling out the name of your true love, which I've already gotten you a monogram necklace of. Jesus. You know? Or Jacob or Joseph. See what's going on here. You're saying that I'm a self-lover. Yeah. We can all have love for each other. Okay, you've convinced me. Let's go to the Zoom room. (laughs) (laughs) What an ending for that. Uh, This was all a prelude to a Zoom call, I guess. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. The Zoom room. Uh, That was great. Uh, I think you you guys did a great job uh, just sort of merging these these random things into into the scene uh yeah uh how did that feel for you guys i mean i mean it's you know it's like uh you know you get to um it's all about justification and all that yeah uh, let's do let's do another quick game just to get you guys uh, uh, just to give you guys a little more um, warm up here. Uh, Johnny, you might know this game, uh, but Noah, uh, have you heard of the game New Choice? Or I guess both yeah. of you, just to make sure. New Choice, okay. No, you've done okay. So usually on Uzbear, we when we play New Choice, uh, I as a host would ring the bell when I want a new choice. So, you know, for example, if you're saying something like, you know, Hey, let's go out to Taco Bell. And then, you know, it might be that new choice. Like, Oh, let's go out to the movies. Oh, let's go out to the cemetery and dig up graves. You know, like you're, you're, you're basically, uh, you know, trying to get out of the normal headspace and, and come up with crazy ideas. Uh, so, um, we can do another scene between the two of you where you guys just kind of uh, start out as a normal scene and then I will come in with the bell and whoever's talking, uh, that's my cue to you to give us a new choice. So um, let me put a few suggestions on the board to help inspire a scene. Uh, maybe I'll do a location as well. Uh, maybe, a, let's see, what other stuff do I have? Maybe do a country, Norway florist shop some different words there sentimental counter scale clutter extra large head jovial spike um yeah see if you guys can start a scene out of that whoever wants to start and then listen for the bell i'll take a dozen roses if you can find them in this mess of a story you've got here. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry, Mrs. Johansson. I yeah, so right, right over here. Oh, well, oh, geez, these are chrysanthemums. Oh, I nine. Let me see if we have roses in the back. Oh, I think I might be all out. I'm so sorry. I think I might be out, and I'm happy about that, Mrs. Johansson. 
I think I might be out because I ate every single one of them. You, you ate the roses. How do you make a living at this place? I, not by selling roses, I can tell you that much. Right, okay. So, no roses. So you maybe have um, some, what are those called? The, the lilies that smell really bad? Yes, the do you have any of those uh, sunflowers um, or do those not grow in Norway? Do you have anything that like looks like a rose but maybe isn't? I don't really care that much. Do you have? Hmm. I don't know. Okay, just leave me alone. I'll go look around the store and I'll let you know if I did anything. Okay. Okay. But if I don't converse with you, then I feel like I'm not doing my job. So I'm going to follow. If I don't converse with you, then I'm just going to sit down here and play Minesweeper on my computer. Click. If I don't converse with you, then my heart will explode out of sadness. So how was your day? How was your day, Mrs. Johansson? Sir, I'm just here to buy some flowers. You've come in here for the last seven years. <laughs> Sorry. Who is that at? No, that was for Noah. Right, right. The last seven years. Okay. Yeah. Just, just keep, just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. And you, you don't remember my name after seven long years. This is why I'm sad. Smith. I, I do, I do know your name. I've just never said it because I, I wanted to be surprised for this moment. That's my last name. Sorry, go ahead. Gerald. Was... Oh. What? That, was, that was a new choice for Noah. So like uh, you said, this was, uh, you were saving this for this moment. New choice. Oh, okay. Gerald, I came here to say that I love you. I came here to say that I found out that we were cousins and I wanted to get you some... I came here to tell you that we were in kindergarten together and every time I've come here for the past seven years, I've been trying to put my finger on why I recognized your face. And today I can say, Gerald, I would like to buy you some roses from your store. Well, this is quite a conundrum because they're in my tummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was a that was an interesting little scene. 
Um, how did uh, Noah? How did the new choice? How how did that feel for you as far as like uh, when you were, or how 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 did it? Uh, what was going on in your mind whenever you sort of had to really dig for a new choice? Um, I don't know. I think that the moments where you have to dig a little bit are usually the better times. Um, yeah. I think my issue is just knowing who the bell was directed at. This is sometimes a little uh, okay. bit confusing. Gotcha. Uh, no, but you did great. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Johnny, I liked uh, how you uh, <laughs> like took it in a, a very emotional direction you know, at one point where you're just like, like if I, like, cause, uh, you know, like if you don't talk to me, I'm just going to be sad. Please talk to me. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, why, let me just, uh, do, uh, does anyone have any requests for any any other games you want to play, or would you like uh, to get into some long form montage kind of stuff? Um, actually, I'm really really sorry, but I kind of have to be someplace. I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah gotcha. No. It, uh, I, I just want to say it was it was great having you here. You were uh, you know um, you know definitely uh, would love to have you um, check out some of the other you know we do this jam every Saturday. Uh, there's a jam that the creator of Uzbear does every Monday night at 7 p.m. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time zone, um, and uh, and also on Sundays at 3 p.m. we do a herald like we do a, a jam where we just do some warm up and then we do a herald which you you probably know what a herald is. Um, so yeah, so yeah, definitely would love to have you back at another jam. And uh, are, are you on the Discord as well? Uh, I am on the Discord. Yeah, so I will okay, cool, take a look cool. there. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, there's usually updates on there. But yeah, uh, but yeah, thanks for coming in. Uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, Good luck with whatever, whatever you got to get to. Hope we didn't make you late. And uh, I guess I uh, hope to see you around. Uh, thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. Take care. Ah, okay. And then there were two. Well done. <laughs> uh, well, um, I guess if you, uh, if you wanted an intense one-on-one uh, improv lesson. Well, this is it. This is your chance. If you have anything you want to work on. Um, yeah. And I, and I, I have to apologize for my, uh, um, me being kind of new as a host too. I feel like I, I you know, I'm still learning about how to like kind of keep these, th- keep these things going, you know, like keep, keep the energy up. Um, but uh let's see who's who's let me just pull this up here okay um so yeah noah uh when oh by, oh by the way i do have to apologize for i i don't know if you noticed this um but uh there were a f- several instances where i uh 
uh, very intentionally like did not use a pronoun <laughs> when I was talking about you. And then yeah, I, I know. I, and, and, and then like, and then I was like, well, you know, I've, we've already, you know, he, he's already been on here like three times and I never asked. And now it's going to be awkward for me to ask. So I'm just going to like pretend. And then like, at one point I was like, okay, I'm just going to say a pronoun and then, you know, he'll correct me if it's wrong. And <laughs> that's exactly what happened. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. I apologize for that. I, sh I should have just been like, you know, oh yeah, by the way, um, uh, because I had a feeling, it, I don't know, that it, that I would probably guess wrong and I did but anyway um yeah it's all right uh, I like I noticed you uh at the beginning um just avoiding pronouns and I thought about like <laughs> jumping in and saying hey by the way but I know uh, it's no. gonna be awkward either way yeah I I think part of improv is just getting over awkwardness in general so I I feel like I'm still uh I need to but like again you don't I don't want to like make it weird for you either you know like in front of everybody just like oh yeah by the way noah what 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 uh you know pronoun do you use you know like i don't i don't know that that just seemed weird too so yeah but okay it, it worked out it worked out um uh what uh, when you first joined Uzbear, what were your hopes what did you hope for what did you what were you expecting what were your you know, were were you nervous about it? Were you curious? What what did you what did you think would happen when you uh, joined in one of these jams? Yeah, so um, I joined the Discord um, a few weeks ago or something because uh, I was in another. Was a few months ago, I had started looking for Discords or other online communities that I could hopefully practice with. Um, and a bunch of them were either just like completely dead or um, I didn't really vibe with the people there. Um, and so mm. when I found Ooze there, I was like super nervous that it was also going to be like um, people mm. who like didn't really have any other jokes than like Helen Keller. Um, <laughs> But I, I, hmm. I really, yeah, that happened too many times. It was unfortunate. Um, wait, 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 okay, so, like, is that is that a thing? Like people just doing jokes about blind people or something, or, or like, yeah, yeah. I was in like two other discords, and I was like to check out their jams, and like, there are only jokes for like about like marginalized populations or suffering or something and i was just like ah, oh no nah, i'm i'm good um weird so, that's yeah so huh. um, I, I mean were, were were these were these groups where there were it was like it seemed like they were kind of established like people that have been doing improv a long time or were they kind of more like you know like people doing improv as a kind of like uh you know like a team building or or kind of like a self-improvement kind of exercise, I guess. Uh, um, I don't know. I think it was just people who were doing it for fun, but I don't mm. know. I don't know really about people's experience levels because I didn't stick around too long for those, but um, right. yeah. So anyway, when I joined Who's There, I was really like hoping for some place to like practice and really like learn how to do improv mm. 
Um, and so mm -hmm. that's what I'm still hoping for. However, it is hard to build up the confidence to just like jump in at various mm. moments and stuff. Yeah, I I do find that's uh, one of the hardest parts. Um, I because yeah, there there are some jams where I I I might actually like I'll I'll be in the the whole jam and uh, but uh, I usually I might say like two lines, and then there's other other times where like I feel like I just I was talking almost the whole time, you know, like it, it's weird. Like it really depends on the scenes and how you, you know, your mindset that day. Like I, I feel like, I feel like a lot comes, a lot comes out in improv uh, from just your own mood or your own, uh, you know, like things that happen during the day, like, you know, you, you know, it was, a, it was a long day, a lot of things, you know, a lot of things happen and then you come into doing an improv jam and then um that mindset can carry over in some ways um and in some sometimes you're you're you surprise yourself like you you know you had a long tired tiring day and then like you your your mind is somehow able to come up with things uh that you wouldn't have normally expected that you would have done um I don't know. It, improv's a weird animal. Uh, you know, I, I, the, the reason I was so curious about like these uh, improv uh, communities that you're talking about is because uh, I, I do find that that's interesting. Like what, like what Uzbear and the community that is kind of um, formed around it, uh, I, I think it maybe is kind of unique. Uh, like I, I didn't know that when I, when I joined it, but uh, you know, I've done some other, you know, I've, I found like on Eventbrite and meetup.com, like there's sometimes there's some improv events and stuff. And I've been to other, other improv jams on zoom and stuff. And, and yeah, like it's, you know, there, there's kind of a, a, there's different cultures of improv and, uh, and yeah, like I, I, I do find it interesting that you found Uzbear to be, um, very welcoming and and or like you know or like you you felt like you vibed with it because I, I i also um i can see that as well like it, it, there's something different about this uh i don't know <laughs> but uh but yeah that's cool i uh i um i think uh since uh if if you're up for it uh i think you know we have, you know, the jam usually would go for another half hour. Uh, would you be up for maybe doing some exercises to help help you practice and help you get more confident in uh, in things that you're? Uh... Yeah, sure. Your sound just cut out. I'm not sure if that was on purpose or if that was a. Can you hear me?
Uh, are you there? Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. Okay. Good? I, I don't know. That, that, that might have been a weird glitch in the system because I because I got booted out. Like I'm even though I'm hosting it, I got booted out of the game for a second and then I had to join like rejoin. So uh, weird. Okay, don't know what happened there. I, I don't know how how much of what I said you actually heard, but uh, basically I was just saying, um, yeah, I think Uzbear is kind of interesting in in the kind of the vibe of of the community. So I'm I'm it's uh, it's cool to hear that people coming in for the first time are also are are picking up on that and that you know that uh, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm glad that there's a place like this that. Uh, is that people can feel comfortable, um, you know, learning about improv and being themselves and all that stuff. Because I think that's that's an important part of improv is just being feeling like it's a safe space, uh, for lack of a better term. I know that's like a loaded term these days, but um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So we got about a half hour left. Are you up for just doing some exercises to kind of? Uh, get you more comfortable with, you know, I, like you said, there's some things you're not confident about yet, but uh, that, that always just comes with practice. So maybe we can just practice some things to help get you feeling like you're, you're, uh, you're more like you're able to contribute or, you know, like if, you know, like, like being less doubtful about yourself and about what, what you're capable of, I guess. Does that make sense? I don't know. Um, yeah, we can yeah, just, uh, cool, cool, cool. Um, uh in your uh well i uh let's see um one thing that i find uh is helpful is just the idea of uh using the yes and thing which I, I know like did you did you cover yes and when you were in your class yeah okay um like when i guess uh i i guess just uh i i feel like that's kind of the um like i, I know it's kind of a a worn out thing now, but it, it is really the cornerstone of improv is just the idea that uh, anything goes, you know, like if, if cause if you, if you, um, if you're not thinking in the yes and philosophy, you know, you might, um, y you know, it, it's harder to keep a scene going, I guess. Um, like, you know, if somebody, you know, if somebody came in and they were like, uh, hey, what are you doing there? You're, you, um, you just shaved my cat or something. And then some, and then the other person is like, no, I didn't. Or, you know, like, or they're just like, what are you talking about? Or it, it, like, um, I think, uh, for someone to bounce off of that takes a little more of an experienced, improper, I guess. Cause like, if somebody's like, um, you know, it's like, Oh, you, you just shaved my cat. And then somebody's like, uh, yeah. And now, uh, I can see the, the, the map that was tattooed on his back or, or, you know, and then it's like that, that kind of gives the scene somewhere to go. Right. Like that's, uh, uh, but 
it can be funny the other way too, where if somebody's like, if somebody says, you know, it's like, oh, you shaved my cat, and it's like, no, you, no, I didn't. And I said, well, I mean, why is my cat hairless? Or you, you know, like, because or uh, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, it takes someone with a little more confidence to bounce back from somebody shutting them down, I guess, or like shutting down their idea. Um, so I think one thing we can practice is maybe just doing yes and. And then we can also practice doing yes, but like yes, or, 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 or like a negative, like we do a yes and or like a no, but does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but uh, let's try it. Let's just try, let's just try doing yes and. So we're going to do a scene where we just like, let's actually just, we'll just use, we'll actually use the word yes and just to reinforce uh that um like it doesn't have to be you don't have to say that yes and you can be like yes i did do this and you know however you want to phrase it but um let's start out with some suggestions let's see important fly digital colorado springs urban <laughs> urban female disgusting uh okay i'm gonna uh let's do this so i'm gonna start the scene and then you're gonna come back at me with a yes and and then we're gonna go from there and we're, we're gonna see we're, we're gonna just take a couple of minutes and see how long we can go with just yes and does that make sense all right yep cool okay uh let me put a thing up here for this okay uh oh wow uh is this really what what people wear in Colorado Springs? Yeah, but leggings have been in style for the whole season. Uh, I, I can, yeah, I can see that it's been in style. And uh, everybody, everybody uh, keeps talking about how it keeps their legs warm. Yeah, because um, keeping their legs warm is uh, one of the things that you have to do to save yourself from the the moose that come because they're deterred by um, having hot legs. Um, it's just a little known fact about Colorado. Yeah, I did hear that that the moose's beast Moose. Uh, the, the, I, I heard that they don't like uh, people with warm legs, and I also heard they don't like people uh, with uh, with uh, fuzzy hats. Yeah. So yeah. So you do know a lot more about uh, Colorado lore than you let on. Yeah. So the leggings and the hats are a big part of the style, but. Um, what really makes it is the um, golfing shirts, um, and that's what people like to um, really judge us for because uh, leggings with golfing shirts, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a style choice, you know? Yes, I, and it's very functional as well since uh, golf is the, the most famous pastime of Colorado Springs. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Um, they they typically think that we like the cold weather sports, like uh, like snow, uh, 
snowball fights and uh, ice fishing and stuff, but really golf is where is that? Yeah, and and uh, it's it's uh, it's such a misconception, isn't it? I I, I think uh, people could could uh, uh, really uh, benefit from learning about the golfing culture at Colorado Springs. Yeah, for real. Um, the uh, the the secret society of golf um, here. It's called a. Golfa Kappa um, is <laughs> one of the oldest known um, golfing societies in Colorado. Um, and because it's secret, not a lot of people know about it, but um, it only takes a little bit of research to, to really find out about the lore. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there, there there's... There's quite a quite a lot of lore at at Golf of Kappa. In fact, uh, I think, uh, you know, I I, I remember uh, hearing that there was uh, they were thinking of doing a a, a book series about it uh, about uh, getting into the school of Golf of Kappa. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that that book series was actually a a really good, um, a really good expose. Um, that it was so good, in fact, that they even made a movie out of it. Um, and it was in theaters for about a day. Don't want to leave it on too long, so that too many people know about it. But it was enough to like educate the masses. It was a really good choice. Yeah, and and I I think. Uh... Um, from what I heard, uh, you know, it was only on for a day, but uh, I, I heard that J.K. Rowling was one of the people that actually got to see it, and that's what inspired her to make the Harry Potter book series. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I always forget about that. Um, that's where where she got the inspiration for uh, the um, the winter scenes for. Hogsmeade where they're all walking in the snow and stuff it was because of Colorado um because of all the snow we get um and Quidditch is actually a uh her mythical rendition of golf like we have a golf or Kappa. yeah totally and and I I think the uh I think in in the at golf or Kappa you have the you know the flying moose and uh, the J.K. Rowling adapted that as the the flying uh, I, don't, I don't even know the the, the Pegasus or, or whatever you know whatever whatever mythical being was in Harry Potter, but we all know the real one was at Golf of Kappa. Yeah, it's as real as it gets. Like even Harry Potter could not compete. <laughs> there we go. There it is. We know with a real inspiration for Harry Potter. Um, how did that go? How did how how did uh, did um, how did the the mindset of always doing yes and how did that did that did you feel like that was too restrictive? Did that help you? Um, it was a little bit restricted because I felt like it just got more and more unwieldy 
Um, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of like opportunity to, I guess, like rest and explore. Just kind of just like going more absurd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the thing with Yes And is where things just keep getting more and more crazy. Um, why don't we, uh, I, I, I do kind of, I, I do want to try this real quick. I don't know if I've, I've never really done this before, but uh, um, just the idea of doing the opposite of a Yes And, like doing a no but, uh, like uh, where kind of every line is, I guess you don't necessarily have to say no, but, uh, but you, but it's every line is kind of a, ne a negative. Like you're, you're, you're kind of taking what you were given and just sort of, um, uh, you know, kind of, kind of stonewalling it a little bit. Like you're, you know, you're just, uh, throwing it back at the person with, <laughs> um, uh, I think that that's a, Cause that's, an, that's another way to, that, that's, that's another thing that might happen. You know, someone might do that to you in a scene and then you still have to take the ball and run with it. You still have to figure out some way to, to keep the scene going. Right. So I think that might be an interesting exercise and maybe also just uh, to kind of go off of what you were saying, maybe this can be a scene where we are actually, um, we're trying to, uh, keep the scenes maybe a little more real realistic and grounded. Like maybe we're not trying to do like weird mythical, you know, off the rails stuff, but you know, stuff that's maybe more true to life. I don't know. Maybe not. It might not work, but whatever comes to your mind, just keep it in mind. Uh, does it, does that make sense? What the, uh, what the framework is here? Sort of. I'm, I'm kind of uh having trouble imagining what the like <laughs> continuous like negative would look like mm. but uh i just have to like start and okay yeah i actually don't really know i don't know what it would be either i just i just thought it might be interesting because uh because yeah i just thought it might be an interesting exercise but yeah to keep it going that it might be kind of weird it might not work we'll see um okay uh I'm going to put some suggestions up uh, and if maybe, maybe you can start this scene since I, I think I started the last one. So um, yeah, you don't have to use the suggestions, but whatever. I've known you four years and how you repay me for taking your grandma to the hospital every week for her iron infusions is you uh, set the crows loose on my farm to kill all the plants. How could you do this to me? I, I didn't set the crows loose to kill the plants. I set them, I set them free. You set them free in an enclosed space that I happen to own and grow plants in. No, you, we all know you don't grow plants. You grow drugs. Just say it. 
I will say nothing of the sort. Of <laughs> those words are illegal in my state of residence. Well, it's uh, you say you say they're illegal, but they don't. But don't you think uh, the person who writes the laws uh, <laughs> is uh, standing in this room? People don't write laws. Those were written by the the cats who, uh, who were there back all the way in um, when they made the Constitution and stuff and they signed all their signatures. Those were all cats. We can't say that people make laws because cats are people. Oh, it it wasn't the cats that made the laws. That that we all know that was a, just a conspiracy theory. It was actually the goats. The the goats. <laughs> You're kidding me. There, there are only four goats in this country. The North Goat, the South Goat, the East Goat, and the West Goat. There is no way that those four goats could write all of the laws for everyone in this country. And that they would have an opinion on the growing plants. They, they wouldn't care. No, I, I think they did care. And they actually had, uh, and I think you left out the, the fifth goat, the middle goat. That was their leader. The goats, if they, if they had anything to do with policymaking, would not have had a leader. Because if they are making all of the laws, hypothetically, then they would just agree on them and be an oligarchy. Like, there's no reason for them to have a leader. Uh, no, I think, I think they do need a leader because the, uh, because they're so, they're so far apart. They need somebody, they need like a central figure that can, uh, decide which uh which direction they should go because the north goat will always want to go north and you know south goat always want to go south no um they actually all move the opposite direction of their name so that when once a year they converge in the middle and then the uh the East Goat becomes the West Goat, and the, the North Goat becomes the South Goat, and then they just have to, like, turn around every now and again. They don't need any, like, central communication because they they can just come together um, as needed. Uh, <laughs> no, that's uh, that, that doesn't make any sense because goats can't talk. Goats sure can talk. Have you ever heard a goat like do with like meh thing like that? That's definitely talking. They've got a lot more to say than I do. <laughs> no, that's not talking. That's just 
that's that's just goats laughing. They're just laughing at us. They're laughing at people, and that's why they shouldn't write the laws. Goats don't laugh. They have no sense of humor. Like, okay, if these goats are hypothetically writing the laws, they they would have nothing to laugh about. Laws are no laughing matter. <laughs> no, I think laws are a laughing matter. Laws are such a joke. They're just human beings trying trying to feel like they're doing something important when really we should just be going with anarchy. We should not be going with anarchy. Do you know the kind of chaos that happens when we try to go for anarchy? No. We need to be doing um, some very structured activities, and if they fall apart, they fall apart. That's fine. But, like, we just got to set our ambitions high so that we don't need to get, like, disciplined by, by the, the goats who make the laws, you know? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think I'll be taking part in this goatocracy. I think I'm going to leave and join, make my own society. You can't leave. There's... There's no borders. <laughs> that was great. I, I uh, that worked better than I thought it would actually. What did you think of that? It it was like I don't know. I think it ended up being basically exactly the same as the like other version of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, it's. Uh, I guess both of them are just sort of introducing something new for the next person to react to, but it's just a different take. Like instead of being like enthusiastic and kind of like, oh yeah, and this and that, and it's kind of like no, but this, right? It's yeah, it's a different uh, tone, I think. But yeah, that was interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I think that, like, that's, uh, um, I think th- what I was trying to do, I guess, the kind of the real world application of that is, like, if you are in a scene where somebody kind of says something that goes against what was already in your mind, like, a lot of times you kind of build up this thing in your mind, like, oh, okay, the scene is going this way, and somebody does something unexpected um or they throw something back at you then you have to sort of work with that and um yeah uh cool um we have just like a few minutes left uh this has been kind of a weird jam i i i'm still getting you like i've said before i keep i keep using this excuse but like i'm still kind of getting used to like running a jam so i i apologize i feel you uh have you been uh oh yeah you have been to a monday jam oh yeah that was the one where d was hosting yeah yeah um yeah, yeah like so you've you've ex- you've seen other hosts uh like eric the creator of Uzbear, he's he's a really good host uh he usually does the monday jams so i don't know if uh, uh if you're ever available on another monday but yeah uh 
yeah, like <laughs> I, I, uh, I like while I'm sort of getting used to hosting, I, 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 I I'm kind of glad that there aren't that many people that have shown up so far because I don't want a bunch of people that have never done improv before come in and like I, like I'm like their first introduction to improv. I'd be like, oh my god, like no, no, please, this isn't like this isn't what it. Uh, but yeah right yeah like i don't want i don't want to like it's like you hear about people that like never did improv ever again just because like i messed up and how to ex- how i explained it or something but um uh no that won't yeah. happen <laughs> you're doing a fine uh, job oh thanks i appreciate that um do you want to do wh- why don't we finish off with let's just do uh i mean we didn't do any long form uh I guess it would have been weird to do long form with just two people. It's possible. You can definitely do it. I've done it before uh, at other jams where only two people showed up. But uh, um, do you want to just do like a quick scene just to finish out? Just an open, anything goes kind of scene between the two of us? Uh, sure. Okay. All right. Noah's up. Noah's up for anything. That's what we like to see. Uh. Ooh, okay. I'm put. I'm putting some suggestion words up. There's actually a lot of different types of suggestions I can pull up. Let me pull up a more one we don't use very often. Let's see. Okay. Oh, here's a job. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, oh, I think there's one for like a relationship between two characters. Yeah, let's do. Okay, let's see. Ah, here's a good one. An original and a substitute. Original substitute administrative services manager whatever that is um yeah let's do let's do a quick scene let's just uh whatever comes to mind you don't have to use those suggestions but Well, um, does that all make, uh, does that, does that make sense? Uh, is that, do you have any questions? I know you'll only be a substitute for the next week, but you know, a lot can go wrong in a week. Yeah, it, it makes sense. But, uh, I, could you go over the, the emergency numbers again for if I, um, get, that one client you were talking about again like i i don't want to run into any trouble you know okay it's very simple um yeah that client uh we like to call them uh uh well i mean i guess we we usually just call them uh the problem you know like hey we got that problem again but you know this it is it's it's a person you know it's just a person so when this guy comes in just uh first of all you're gonna want to put uh, a plate of food out for him because that will distract him okay you know if he comes in and there's no food out he's gonna just start complaining because that's that's just his nature but if there's food out he's gonna start stuffing his face it gives you time to prepare does that make sense right right right. So, um, okay, yeah, I mean, you think the, the full Thanksgiving layout is, is fine? That's the only thing I know how to cook. Uh, I think that would, 
I mean, I, I think the more food you can get out there, uh, the more it's going to just buy you more time and give you, uh, you know, more options. So yeah, if you can do a full Thanksgiving spread, just right out there on the, on the counter, um, you know, uh, you, I think that would, you know, because by the time he's worked his way down to the stuffing, uh, he might forget anything he was going to complain about. And then you can just, you know, have a normal or as, as close to normal as possible interaction with a customer, which is what you want. You know, you want to deflect the complaints. Right, right, right. Okay, so that okay, so that's step one. Uh, what about uh, the next step? Are you comfortable, um, you know, writing a report like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've written plenty of reports. Like uh, I wrote one about um, about this uh, person who dropped a glass vase on on the floor, and then someone came and stepped on it, and um, I had to write a report for HR to get get them uh, some some compensation. And like I've written all sorts of reports before, you know. Um, oh, I, yeah, I think I'll be that's, fine. That's I think perfect. I figured um, write a good report but we also need someone that can kind of fudge things a little bit you know make us look good you know because if they're you know if you just lay out the facts you know i mean that's okay but you know we're trying to get some more funding for this department we need to make us look really good right right so i think the hardest part about being a substitute is that i don't know everything I need to know about all of the accomplishments of the company or all of the fudged accomplishments. Could you, could you give me a little bit of a rundown on that? Um, yeah. Uh, you know, this, this company, uh, you know, we're, uh, you know, if you've ever, I mean, if, I mean, I, I'm sure you know most of this already, but, uh, you know, you know, if you've ever uh, used a, a pair of scissors, for example, and, uh, you know, if you, you know, as you're cutting things, you feel that, uh, that, uh, that friction between the blades, you know, that's what our company does. Okay, that's what we're all about. Um, we want to make that as smooth as possible. And, uh, you know, that's, that's our mission. When our founder started this company back in 1957, she she uh, she was inspired by a pair of plastic scissors that her her daughter used to use uh, to make origami. So that's why we have origami crane as our logo. Yeah. But I'm sure you know all that anyway. Yeah. 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 I mean, as far as accomplishments go, you know, we're you know, there's a. You know, you might re you might remember the pair of scissors that uh, that ended uh, uh, <laughs> that that uh, ended the stock market crash of 1987. That was uh, that was us. You know, right, right, the, yep. the smoothest scissors ever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, if 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 if, it, if there was any any uh, stoppage in that, uh, you know, we could have, we could have been looking at another great depression, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I just got to give the people what they want, like a smooth, uh, snipping. 
sensation. That that yeah, I, that should be our new slogan. The, uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, this is smooth, another smooth sensation. Uh, uh, here, why don't we? Uh, why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, I, I think we should just workshop this right now. What, what would the commercial be? How how would we? Uh, what what would we see in the in the commercial that uses the slogan? Right, right. So my my vision is. Uh, so you're going down the street in a mm-hmm. car, and you see. Yep. Some, some kids playing outside and they're they're playing on the side of the road with uh the razor scooters you know um, oh yeah razor yeah 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 um and they you know when you're on one of those scooters and you kick you kick the bottom part while it's off the ground and it just like spins around and hits you in the ankle yeah super right, so one, of, one of the kids does that and they mm-hmm. immediately start crying and fall on the ground. And you, the, the first-person perspective, um, mm-hmm. get out of the car, go help them, and give them our, our scissors because uh, the Razor scooter are, is like the personification of the worst snipping sensation, but... <laughs> With our scissors, you can get snip away that pain and just have the smooth snipping sensation. Uh, and then it closes out with our, our logo and fades to black. And it's the whole cinematic experience. Maybe you're not picturing oh, wow. it the way I am, but like. Oh no no! I, I'm seeing it. I see it in my mind. I'm I I think I think we should get Spielberg to direct this because there, there's so much emotion in that. Oh wow! Yeah, you really. Oh man, we, we I, you're you're going to be a great substitute. I can tell. I mean, I'm just an administrative services manager here, but uh, you're gonna you're you're move you're gonna be moving up pretty soon. I can I can I can sense it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so so when's the when's the original one gonna be back? That's you, right? When when are you leaving anyway? Like, why are you still here? Oh, well, you see, that's the thing. I, uh, I'm, I, I should have left already, but, uh, you know, going on a, on vacation, uh, you know, with some friends, you know, we're going on a trip, but I'm actually afraid of flying. And I guess I'm, I guess I just keep reiterating what your job is to you over and over again as a way to just kind of get out of, uh, you know, get out of, uh, actually having to go to the airport and, you know, Maybe if I miss the flight, they'll leave without me, and I can just stay at home, you know, for a week. Ah, uh, jeez, I don't know. That that sounds terrible, doesn't it? Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, have you yeah. ever flown before? Yeah, I I fly from time to time, but like the it, I don't like the way it makes my ears feel. Um, so I I avoid it at all costs, but. Um, so, is I there know. another way? Oh, go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, your options here, I think, are to um, either convince your family to drive for vacation or to just, like, cut it short and use our scissors <laughs> with the smooth sniffing sensation 
to just cut off that part of your your vacation. Um, I think my work is done. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes, that's what I'll do. I'll just snip that out of my life. Uh, <laughs> that was great. That was a great way to bring it back. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just how you can solve any problem. It's just that smooth snipping sensation. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a cool little scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I guess this is this is kind of the end of the jam. Um, but uh, I appreciate you sticking it out with me and staying till the end. Uh, I th I can definitely see you are getting a little more a little more confident. You know, I can see a little more. You're bringing, you're bringing, you know, I, I, I could, I could tell, uh, you know, I, I, I could tell even when you first started on Newsbear, I could tell like you have, you, you have those ideas in your, in your head uh, that you maybe aren't saying, I don't know, but like it, you, you were coming up with, with funny, with like interesting stuff. And, and so like, I'm, uh, I'm I'm glad we had a chance to kind of just do a one-on-one -on -one where you have to speak because I feel like maybe you're kind of like me where you're like, I don't know. I always feel like I'm just trying to be polite. Like I don't want to talk over anybody else. And like, I end up like not really adding things to scenes sometimes, but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, but um, it's uh, yeah. It, it, I, I, what people keep telling me all the time is just, you just have to do it. Like, like there's, there's even, even when you're on, when you're on in person, it's bad enough, but online there's a little delay too. So you might not even know you're about to talk over somebody else. Uh, but uh, it just happens like an improv people just talk over each other sometimes. And you might, you know, that person might've had an idea in their head, but like, you know, if, if they've been doing improv a while, then they know like, it's just part of it. Like somebody else might come in, you know, two people talk at once. One person has to talk the next person, they might bring their thing in next time, you know, or the next, the next time there's an opportunity. It's, it's, it's just something that you have to kind of live with. So, um, but yeah, you definitely, uh, I, I, I liked how you, in this last scene, how you uh, kind of threw some stuff at me where you were kind of like, oh yeah, um, you know, I feel like I need a, a quick rundown of all the accomplishments of this company. If you could just go over those, like, that that kind of stuff is great because you're you're kind of giving me an opening to to kind of or like you're kind of like tossing the ball to me and like you know I might fumble it or I could do something with it you know so uh, that was great. Um, going back to the other scenes we did, uh, I really like <laughs> I really like the Golfa Kappa as like <laughs> like a golf school at Colorado Springs. That was that was fantastic. Uh, uh, and also the goats, like, <laughs> or like, I just brought up a, like, you were like, oh yeah, cats wrote the Declaration of Independence or, or the Constitution or whatever. And I was like, no, it was the goats. And then, you're, and then somehow it was like, there's like four different goats and they each have a different direction. And I was like, what the, like, it's like such a weird idea, but like, it worked really well. Like, I, I don't know. It just, just like, just a funny idea. Um, 
and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was great though. No, like it was like that's what, like it doesn't have to make sense. Like it, it makes sense when when you keep going with it. You know, like it like it just the idea comes out and then everybody has to react. Uh, let's see, what else did we do? We did new choice. Um, that was an interesting scene. Uh, uh, I, I feel like I, I feel like maybe I, I was too easy on you. I should have pushed you more. I should have I should have had you keep doing some new choice because uh, um, I remember at, at one point you were like, okay, well you know what? Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go browse around the store myself and I'll just let you know uh, when I'm done or something like. I, I should have just kept hitting the new choice because I, I think you could have uh, uh, we could have gotten something. Uh, um, interesting, but it, it still worked, went in an, in an interesting direction, I thought. Uh, let's see. Uh, we did Johnny's... Oh, yeah, we, oh, yeah, we did the, the different schools of thought of improv, which was just a complete... Uh, I don't know if that was a waste of time. Or, I, mean, I, 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 thought it was, I thought it was fun. I don't know. Was it fun for you to go through all that stuff? Or, I, 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 you know, I, I just... I need some feedback too, I guess as just like as a host, but I, uh, I just randomly came up with that game. I don't know if it was the best thing to do, but I don't know. I thought it was fun, but it was kind of fun, but it was also a huge mess. The big part of it was like the, uh, yeah. coming up yeah. with the rules of the, the improv schools <laughs> without knowing that they were going to become <laughs> scenes. Yeah. I, I probably would have done something different with that choice if mm. um, if I knew that well, it was going to I, go somewhere. Interesting. I I actually I liked what you did there. I mean, I, I I and I also kind of liked the fact that people didn't know because then they wouldn't like tailor it to things that they're good at. I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, it was interesting. It was an experiment. You know, whatever. Um, and yeah, that was uh, that was kind of the jam. We uh, uh, oh yeah, during during the when we did your the Noah School of Improv, which I know you're kind of like disowning now. Uh, did, <laughs> we uh, I I remember there was one point part where like Johnny was like, we all scream, you know, and then like you were just like inside voices only, please, or something like that. I was like oh, the, the uh, there were a lot of moments in that game. I, I'll have to go back and re-listen to that because because that that actually was uh, interesting how it all played out. Like, uh, but um, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and Ty and uh, um, Ty and Johnny in that first scene we did. I thought they did a great job. The uh, the two ride operators that were yeah. at war with each other. Yeah. Uh, great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, and the I forgot. I almost forgot the, uh, the the little Debbie and the old west skateboarding thing. That was that was fun. Um, yeah, I love the the facts about the old west from Little Debbie about <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting setup. I guess <laughs> so like cuz like yeah I think Johnny was the one who was like yeah and little and uh little Debbie uh who always just tells facts about the old west for some reason or like <laughs> it was like 
uh, I always find that interesting where somebody like really plays up a, a description of a character and then someone, you know, someone from the back line has to kind of inhabit what everybody has already been saying, even if it's like crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, cool. So yeah, I think we learned a lot about improv today. Do you feel more confident now? Do you feel like, uh, you, you know, when you, when you're in your next jam, you'll, you know, when you have that hesitant moment where you're thinking, Oh, should I say this or not? Do you think you'll just go for it and say it next time? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try. I think, okay. I think I can commit to trying. I don't know about, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can make any promises, but. Gotcha. Yeah. Are, are you are you on the Discord? Yeah. What what is your user name on the Discord? If you're comfortable saying it, <laughs> I don't know if you want to like be, remain anonymous on there. It should be nonsense. I'm, oh, I'm is it nonsense? Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let me check. Yeah. I uh I. I was reminded of a of a there was a sh- there was an old show on MTV called Daria. I don't know if you've heard of that show before. Um, there there was a scene on that show that reminded me that reminded me of uh, of like the idea of someone having things in their head that like funny comments or things that they can say but they never actually say them. Uh, I'll t- I I I will uh, if I if I find it I'll post that clip on the Discord. I I don't I don't know if it's relevant or not, but you know I like posting things on the Discord, so whatever. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, you, yeah, you should you should definitely. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, dude, I'll I'll look out for it. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, but yeah, I I would say you definitely you are totally if you if all you've done is a beginner class. I think uh, you are you are definitely on the right track like I think you you definitely understand kind of what improv is all about and you should you you should not feel like you are any less than anyone else even if someone is super even if you're with experienced people um I think you I can you know you you have uh, a lot to contribute I think like you, you even as someone who's new to the game so um so yeah definitely don't feel uh like you should ever hold back um or, you know, or, you know, and there's something to be said for, you know, letting other people have their turn, you know, like, you know, if, if everybody was just trying to talk all the time, then it wouldn't be fun. Uh, but, you know, I think you, um, you know, you, I, I think you can, um, uh, as you, as you start to get comfortable, you know, no pressure or anything, I think you can definitely, uh, speak up more and, and, and contribute. And, and I, and I think, uh, and hopefully, uh, even if you feel like you did something where you're like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that or said that, uh, I think you'll find the more you practice, the more you'll start to just forget those things. Like, uh, I, when I first started on Uzbear, I just felt like a lot of stuff I did was like, Oh, like I would just cringe over stuff that I said, or like, Oh, I shouldn't have done this, or I should have said this, but I didn't, or, or I, why didn't I speak up there? Like, the more you do it, the more that all just falls to the wayside. And you're, and it's just like, it's just something you do. Like you're just, you just do improv, you know, like it's just something you do. And it's like not anything that you overthink, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. this, I, you, you, I know you didn't really ask for advice, so I'm not sure if, if this is like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, but I, I just, I can sort of see, you know, uh, myself, in 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 you a little bit or i can see like i i I kind of 
went through a similar thing when I first started here where I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, again, I, it, it's not necessarily like you needed, you need advice. You're on the right track. You're totally doing the right things. Uh, I'm just, I don't know. Um, just want, no, want, I just want you to know that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want you to know, like you, you don't, you don't have to feel like you're, you're, uh, you're not uh, at um, that. Your contributions aren't worth, you know, like other people, uh, or w worth bringing up in front of other people, you know, like that, that was, that was the thing for me is like, you know, it's like, oh, if I bring up this thing, other people are going to have to respond to it. And, the, and then the game's going to go that way based on something I said, and I don't want that to happen. You know, like, uh, like I would say, you know, the stuff that you brought up, I think, you know, in the scenes we did together, I think, I mean, they, they really led the scenes, like they really pushed the scenes forward. And I think that's a great place for you to be, uh, where you're sort of creating those openings for people to keep the scene going. And that's, that's kind of what it's all about. So, so yeah, so great job. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I appreciate it. Um, and I'm just like trying to dive into practice. And so I'll, I'll probably be here uh, when cool. I can, but yeah, Don't I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And, uh, I, and like, if you ever have questions, you can always ask people in the Discord. So I know some people ask for advice or uh, resources and stuff, and 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 everybody is like super helpful about jumping on stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, uh, but you know, again, no pressure. It's like totally. I mean, I like I haven't read any of the improv books or anything. Like a lot of people bring up, like oh, in such and such book, they always say that you know the, the you know it's like oh, I've never heard of any of it, but like it doesn't have to be super serious, you know, like it's, yeah. it's, How, it's just what yeah, I, um, since it sounds like you kind of have like a different background than a lot of folks, how did you get involved in improv and, uh, with food fair? Oh, me, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I took a beginner improv class, uh, before, like before the pandemic, um, uh, literally like right before, because it, the last day of the pandemic or the last, uh, or actually, yeah, like the, the week, uh, maybe like a one or two weeks after we finished that class was when the lockdown started. And like a lot of people in that class were, we were all kind of like excited to do the, the next class. Like we did the beginner class. We were going to do the, the 102, you know, we did like the 101 we do the 102 class. And then the, the lockdown happened. So, uh, so yeah. So I, I I initially did an improv class just just to tr uh, try to learn how to be more um, confident with, or, or I I don't know, like uh, just try to be more quick witted, I guess. Or yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess that, I don't know. That, that sounds kind of like self-centered like oh I want to be quick-witted but no it's like I, I I had a lot of social anxiety and I still kind of do probably but uh, uh, I want you know I felt like uh, improv would help you know with help me with, with social situations I guess and uh, uh, I didn't really expect to do much beyond a beginner class uh, but uh, the teacher of that class 
uh, knows Eric, or his username on here is Ebone Capone, who created Uzbear. And she, and after our class was over, like, I sort of kept in touch with a, a lot of the people from the class, like, just texting and stuff. And, like, she actually brought up Uzbear. She said, oh, yeah, this, this guy I know is really good with improv. He created this improv platform. And uh, she posted the link. And I, I actually initially didn't even, you know, I, I went, like, another month before I actually looked. I actually, like, went on here. But, uh but yeah, I was the only one from the class that actually uh, went on try and tried Uzbear out, uh, and yeah, it, it was. I kind of had a similar experience to you, where I, I thought this was an interesting group of people. I mean, uh, you know, and that was, you know, like it was about a year ago when I started, and there was uh, a lot, a lot of the same people, but some some people that actually don't do it as much anymore, uh, that were more active back then. Uh, but yeah, like a lot of people have sort of come and gone, but I feel like there's kind of a core uh, thing that has emerged out of this this group, and it's, it's become kind of a kind of a little hidden gem of a thing, uh, as, as far as I can tell. I mean, I, I mean, I've I, it, it's uh, it's kind of still not that well known, like you know, I mean, but it's it's an interesting. Um, interesting platform just the fact that this 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 web that, that there's all these little features and stuff where you can you know do stuff in the chat and you know there's all these sound effects you can do like i, I don't know like just, just yeah. the fact that there's an imp an improv platform is itself interesting but then the community that developed around it is also um part of what made me want to you know, keep coming back every week. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's like, it's super cool to hear that, um, that you were not like super experienced when you started and that you mm -hmm. uh, stuck around just kind of gives me hope. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I, I, I'm still uh, weirded out when people say that stuff like that, like they say, like, you know, like that, like they're surprised that I don't, have that much experience and stuff like I like I'm I feel very much a beginner still like I'm still kind of learning uh, like I, I I don't know but maybe that's just uh what do you call it what's the word for that uh uh imposter syndrome maybe maybe <laughs> maybe that's uh uh that's the feeling but yeah like I think uh I mean there, there are people that have come in and like they've literally done nothing in improv before and they come in and, they, and they're all and you know uh and they're already kind of doing some interesting stuff and it's, uh, and it's, and, uh, I, you know, I, I always assumed that improv people were probably more like type A personalities. Like they're more kind of, uh, I don't know, more outgoing and, and, <laughs> you know, like, like that's their personality. And there's definitely those people, uh, that have that personality type, but, um, I found it interesting that there's a lot of people that, identify themselves more as introvert and uh as well you know so i think uh there's kind of space for everyone so yeah 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 i think that a part of that is also just like a lot of people have different ways in like some people i know have like been involved in like theater and performing mm -hmm. stuff their whole lives um, yeah. whereas a lot of other people like start doing improv to 
try to get over social anxiety and so it's kind of like people from very different walks of life can meet in the middle in improv and that's a really cool thing I think. Yeah, that's actually a great point. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of roads to get here, but you know, once you're all in a scene together, um, and and I think that's part of what makes improv interesting too is like you have people with very different energies. Uh, you know, like I mean, even just the people that were here today, there you know there were four of us. I think we all have very different kind of personality types, and and we all bring something different to the scene, and it and it kind of makes this that's what makes it interesting is the kind of meeting of, of different types of people and everybody's kind of having has a different angle on it or a different you know and like you know people bring in stuff and you're like oh wow I never would have thought of that that but that is that is that is like a, that totally makes sense in the scene and like it, you know you know that that that's always fun to just sort of see what people do and and the ideas people come up with and so yeah so like you said yeah the yeah, the, just the different different backgrounds, and, and and you know another another one is some people uh, come into. I, I think I mentioned this earlier. Like some people come into it as like a, you know, a lot of companies, a lot of like even big corporations are like, oh, like we should have our team do improv as like a, you know as a team building exercise or, or, or you know or, or like a creative thinking exercise or whatever and like there's like a whole thing of like corporate improv where people are like doing it just to you know just be more creative or whatever um yeah and i'm sure those people i, I haven't met too many of those people but i i'm sure they have like a completely different take on what improv is all about I guess uh, um, yeah, yeah I'm sure but it also that also makes a lot of sense too yeah yeah so yeah it's uh it's 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 definitely a, an interesting field and and like there's a lot there there's books about it there's yeah and there's kind of it's kind of like uh you know once you're kind of in in this uh it, you know or once you're you have a little bit of a uh, a door into the community around improv. There's just a, a lot. And uh, I, even just hearing earlier today when Johnny was talking about just the improv scene in Chicago, you know, he was saying like, Oh yeah, there's this school and there's like this school has all these different pathways that you can take. And like, and like, that's just one city, you know, <laughs> and like, this is like, this is a whole world that, you know, I, you, you don't even know about, you know, normal, you know, average person doesn't know that there's all this going on. But then you only hear about it when like certain celebrities come out, like, you know, like he was mentioning like Amy Poehler and, you know, different people come out of these improv schools and like, oh, where did this person, you know, this, this person's in every movie now, but they came out of this improv tradition. So that's, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, a lot of like um, interesting behind the scenes, like maybe drama, maybe just history. Um, yeah, I am completely lost when when folks are talking <laughs> about that, but it's interesting to hear about. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm also the same. I I don't know that much about the history, but I keep hearing about like you know this, these legendary improv instructors and how they did like some kind of. 72 hour long improv scene or something and you know it's, it's like these all these like legends and things and it's interesting yeah i don't know I, I don't know if i i don't know how much i would really dive into all that stuff but um yeah it's it's uh it's it's cool that there's 
stuff like that out there. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, I guess the take, I guess my main message to you is just keep doing it, you know, like keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome that you came and you, that you found this and that you, you feel like it's the right, it's a, it's a good vibe for you. And so, yeah, I would say just keep doing it and, and yeah, hope to, hope to see you around. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. Yeah. I, I yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to keep talking. I, I have a tendency to just talk sometimes. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for sticking it out with me. And, um, yeah, I'll see it, see it the next jam. And uh, I, I know, yeah, I'll, I'll post, I'll, tr I'll try to find that video to post on the discord for you. Uh, but yeah, great job today and, uh, have a good rest of your weekend. Yeah. You too. See you later. All okay. right. Peace. Yep. Thank <laughs> you.